Welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. I am your host, Craig Henson. So glad that you're joining us today. And I'm happy to be joined today by Family Ministries Pastor Jason Callahan. Hello, everybody. Executive Pastor Brian Cox. Hello. And ladies and gentlemen, for the very first time, (laughs) Compassion Pastor... Roy McCall. There it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so good to be back. You can't believe. This is wonderful. This is like, it's almost, Roy, almost like having Mr. Rogers in in the studio. Today. Yeah, except, except Sorry, for I, the cardigans. I don't Right, you don't have the cardigans. No, you're Not right. a cardigan guy. No. No. <laughs> but I can't slip my shoes off if you want me to. Roy, <laughs> I'm trying to find the sound. They won't hear it, so it's just for our pleasure. Yeah. You can't more, find the uh, drum roll. Roy's more likely to be in a fire suit than a cardigan. Is that safe <laughs> that to is, say? That is true. I can <laughs> see that. I can see that. Yeah. Racing. <laughs> hey, man, it's good to <laughs> yep. have you. I was trying to find a drum roll in the sounds, and I couldn't find one. I'm sorry. Yep. This is the second podcast, Brian, that you have played with sound effects that our people will never hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Spencer should leave it in. Oh, is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. 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 So Roy's with us. Sorry, we're getting off. No, go ahead, no, Greg. No, no Roy. Um, we have no agenda. You have been being safe and like with your the whole pandemic and all that. That's right. Yep. You're back, though. <clears throat> and uh, I do have a question for you. What was the biggest thing that you missed about the being around us, obviously? Well, of course, Eddie, you know, first oh, of all. Okay. Oh, oh wow. wow. Brian, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> but I do appreciate Brian and, and you, yeah. Chase. And oh, yeah. Even Craig. Yeah, okay. so, oh, even. Awesome. even. But <laughs> didn't you talk to Eddie almost every day? We did. We talked yeah. a good bit. All the racing yes. you were doing? On the iRacing, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was uh, one of my salvations through that time, I promise you. (laughs) Is iRacing. Yes. And that's where it's sort of like, it's a whole gaming console type thing, right? But but it's real people. Yeah. Real people that are racing. All over the world. Literally. My word. That's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had it on TV a couple of times. Yeah, they did. Yeah, when they weren't racing for real, right? Yeah. Exactly. You couldn't hardly tell the difference, except when you looked at the crowd. They looked... Different. Well, well that's <laughs> normal now. It's about yeah. the same thing. Hey, now, yeah. yeah, I haven't done it yet, but it looks like yeah, fun. It is. So, Roy, you you even though you have been you know kind of quarantined, kind of locked down, you do so much for our church and our church family. Uh, tell us a little bit about what a compassion pastor does. What your job description is. Well, it's basically anything Brian wants me to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Really, though. Um, what falls under the umbrella of compassion pastor is uh, are things like benevolence, um, the food distribution, clothes, um, any needs ministry that comes up, the bereavement ministry when a mm-hmm. person dies. Um, and I usually end up either taking part in or helping provide the funeral services. Mm-hmm. Um, we also provide meals for families that are in bereavement in, in a plant usually. Um, I'm also over the prayer ministry. Yeah. We have a great prayer team. It's uh, led by Sharon Ellis, and uh, she does a fabulous job with getting the word out to her group, but we also 
the staffs involved in those things mm-hmm. and that I answer most of the prayer requests that come online personally. Um, there are other things I, I contact first timers, for example, yeah. and then hand them off to Craig. So. Yeah. For pe- and for people that watch online, you're yes. our primary online host right now. Right and now. so if they're chatting online during a service, they're, they're pretty much talking to you. That's right. Yep, I try to acknowledge everybody when they come in and just let them know that somebody's there that's mm-hmm. listening to them. Wants that's to be awesome. there for them. One thing, that, one thing he does, is, or used to do when it was like normal, was go to the hospitals and stuff yes. like that. I remember a moment where he told me he, I was going to go to the hospital. He's like, oh, yeah, I already, I already saw them. You know, And I'm like, man, you're on it. <laughs> you're always on it. That's and good. you've actually made a hospital call since you've been back, right? Sunday afternoon, yeah. Um, in fact, I didn't realize the hospitals were allowing guests. Me either. Oh, really? Out. Yeah. As oh, of, that's why I as said. Of about a week ago today, St. Francis in Greenville is allowing some visitors to come in. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like that's that. That's awesome. That's real good. And Roy's always counseling, it seems. Yes. yes. Somebody or talking on the phone. And did, I do the premarital counseling as yeah, well. Yeah, you do. It's fantastic, man. We're so glad to have you here. What do y'all do? (laughs) We are thankful for uh, you, Roy. (laughs) That that was great. What do y'all do? Uh, I mean, the honest answer is whatever Kelly tells us to do. That's 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 it. Exactly. Pretty much it. (laughs) Or Brenda. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, so we're in this great series right now on Sunday mornings called In Your Shoes. And Chase, you picked up where Eddie left off on Sunday. Eddie talked about empathy uh and talked about the difference between sympathy and empathy and i think chase you really gave us some practical steps to really get us to a place of empathy yeah um i felt like i mean eddie hit a home run you know the first week and explaining those two things but the one thing that i felt um the next step if you will in this series is what are some tangible ways to do that and how do i look at that um how do i look at empathy in a practical way and just man i think the lord tugged on my heart with value i mean if you're ever gonna have empathy towards someone it starts with value i, I feel like my personal opinion um obviously it starts with the heart uh, as i made it alluded to but Value when you value somebody, you're more likely to have empathy toward them because you see their worth in their existence, not their actions. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you you talked about Mister Rogers, which I oh, loved. Yeah. You talked about Mister Rogers and and how a lot of what he was doing on his program was adding value to people. When okay, so Roy, when did that? Do you know when that show came out? Do you know that? Oh gosh, it had to be in the. Probably the late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, yeah. So um, I wasn't around for that, for that time, but I in my in my home, like my mom and dad, we had y'all remember Nick at Night? You guys remember? Oh yeah, that? sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like Nick at Night had all those the older shows with reruns and stuff, and I don't know if it was Nick at Night or it was somewhere, but literally we would watch the entire episodes of you know Mister Rogers, and I grew up watching it on the regular. Mm-hmm. And I just loved how the common denominator that I feel like that man was really getting at is every individual, no matter their skin color, no matter their age, no matter their if they were, uh, you know, uh, like handicapped, whatever it may be, each 
person had utmost value in them. Absolutely. Just the way that they were. Mm-hmm. And I it wasn't I didn't know this then, but I mean he he was a Presbyterian, he he was a creek he, he claimed to be Christian and um just I, I never knew that in his tapings and stuff and later to find out um he never did like preach so to speak because one of his quotes was he um he saw more uh he felt that the example of his life is a better sermon than me than him preaching at somebody and i feel like that's a <laughs> that's a huge thing even today if more mm-hmm. people would uh you know, show action in their lives versus preaching at someone about how to change. I think it would, it would, it change the world, for sure. Yeah, and I think we all believe that in theory, and we we like to say that. We love to say that, yeah. and it's all good till we run into those people, dude. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Those people, and Eddie did a good job of saying like the old shoes versus new shoes, and the you know, and scriptural. Things. And when he says, like, I love your neighbor as you, who is your neighbor? Well, those people, and it's the people that that are just annoying and, and they <laughs> get on your nerves mm-hmm. and they, you disagree with them and you're, you know, just back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, I'm laughing over here because <laughs> <laughs> I've had those people moments this week, it seems. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. And I didn't realize I was saying it. I was talking to Brenda, and, and something happened, and I said, man, it's those people. And I'm like, oh, no, I just said it. That's what Eddie's talking about. Uh-huh. You know, and it, it does make you think, you know, God values those people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those that don't believe like we do, yeah. don't do what we do, don't vote like we do. Right. You know, I mean, they're – people that God loves and cared for and mm-hmm. died for and learning to see them as God sees them. That's right. You know, it's, it's a very important perspective. I think that's part of the series is get, once you see sure. perspective, things change. Once you have a different perspective, everything changes. And when we see people the way God sees them, mm-hmm. it really does change you, your heart and your mind the way mm-hmm. you, you know, you might be real mad at somebody for the way they are, but when you see them for who they are, for God, the way God sees them, mm-hmm. there's something yeah. about that that changes you. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a love. You can have love for those people. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm those people in a lot of other people's, people. Yeah, yeah, other people on the yeah. flip side. Yeah, you know, I. It breaks my heart to say this, but I, because I, I thought we were moving away from categories. Mm-hmm. categorizing people mm-hmm. and it's like every day they treat they create a new category mm-hmm. it, and it's the most bizarre thing to me because yeah. i thought we were supposed to be moving away from categories but we're just we're adding more and more categories and it's mm-hmm. it's splintering us more and more mm-hmm. it is i i just recently read something in fact today <clears throat> it it had to do with the area of grief and the example goes along with this because it was talking about how much you value somebody uh, and how deep your grief is based on your value. It's like Mm. you lose a penny. Mm. Uh, Yeah, you don't think anything about it. Mm. But when you lose something that you value, Mm. 
you know, it's like in the Bible, they, they talk about looking for the coin that was lost. And right. you mm-hmm. sweep the whole house. You, you know, clean everything out. You move yeah. the furniture. You wait till you find it. Mm. Um, when you lose somebody that you really value, you, your, your grief is deeper than with other folks that may not be as close. But mm. God's value for us is that close all the time. Mm. It's that deep. And Roy, you experienced that this year. I did in, in a big way, and yep. with Carolyn, and and that's been, I know, difficult for you. It's uh, you know, and for me, you know, we loved her so much. Absolutely, yeah. And, and that was your wife. That's right. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She um, she had Alzheimer's. We you know went through a period of time of caregiving, and mm-hmm. uh, as I've mentioned to y'all, uh, COVID turned out to be a blessing for me because I had to be at home. Mm-hmm. And so I got to be at home, right. and that was that was a good thing. So yeah. now that I'm back here, that really is uh, helping me with that too. Yeah. yeah, and we're glad you're here. Yeah, yeah. But that, you know, you you always help people in those situations. It's like all I mean for years, you've been the one there for people, right? You know, how did that feel? I might be changing the subject today. <laughs> oh, you're so it's good. But how did that feel for you? You talking about? Now you're in those shoes. I mean, what what was that like? In a lot of ways, uh, I could hear myself telling somebody else. Mm-hmm. It, you yeah. know, it's kind of weird, right? No, yeah. but um, all the scripture, all the you know, all the things that you say mm-hmm. uh, just came home. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, having family and mm-hmm. church family, especially mm-hmm. that came around me during that time, mm-hmm. it meant so much. Right. And it really kind of eases that burden. Sure. Yeah. And and now I'm looking forward to seeing what God has for the next phase of my life. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We know it's yeah. racing. No, oh, partly, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We know that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Chase, you, you made the point that, that our value comes from our creator. Yeah. Um, and you even went so far as to say that, that – Jesus scars mm-hmm. prove that we have value, and you got a little pushback on that, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, um, just I mean, because if you only if you only hear that one statement, yeah, right? I understand, like you're like, well, no, that's that's not necessarily exact. Well, here, here's the big thing with that. What I told everybody is that yes, your value hundred percent comes from your Creator, nowhere else. Fame, money doesn't matter. Um, but God in Scripture says that we are made in His own image and in, in His own likeness. He created in Genesis um, 1, it says that He created man and, you know, us humans in His likeness. And at the keep reading, it says it was very good. Yeah. And He valued what He created. Um, and we got it wrong as humans. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the sin sin entered in, it was all wrong, and we had to have a hard reset. God, again, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He what? Mm-hmm. Gave. Why? Because he valued what he created. And he sent his son to die for this brutal death for those of us that he made and created and he loves and i mean he the bible continues to say that that our value comes from him that's me paraphrasing but our value comes from god and so i think what i was mainly trying to get everyone to understand and i've gotten so many like 
eye-opening thank you for yeah. this mm-hmm. and versus the other but um it's more or less the truth of the matter is is that jesus's scars to me proves the father's heart you know what i mean absolutely and when he was on i alluded to when he was on the cross he looked i i imagine based off of the scripture that i read when he says you know forgive them for they know not what they do that symbolizes to me the look at the Roman soldier through all the pain says, I see him in the image of God. That's right. Why? Because it starts in the heart, and he had a heart for God. And God's heart is for us. It says it all through Scripture. And so I had at the end of the message, I had everyone just take a moment. Um, because Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, I talked about him a good bit through this, of like changing your shoes, getting ready to change the world. And... um one of the things he said in an interview one time was that the world is all about the information and not about the wonder. Uh, so much of it's so about noise but not silence. And that hit me mm-hmm. when I heard that. And I wanted everyone just to take 30 seconds of silence and reflect on the scars of, of Christ says you have value. It proves that he's after God's heart because of because of Jesus even, we have the opportunity to accept that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We have the opportunity to mm-hmm. hear that, accept that, and move forward and drop the chains because our value comes from our Creator. That was a long answer. but No, it's a great I answer. I feel like that's, that's the explanation of, of that. By the way, I love the 30 seconds of yeah. Silent Sunday um, mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys feel, but a lot of times I feel like in service we're not allowed to have any dead air. Yeah, oh yeah, all the time. Um, yeah, I mean in church no less. But yeah. and a lot of times when you do, it's awkward. But Sunday it was not awkward at all. No, it, I, it just felt perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I, that was a. Uh, I'm a program to the T kind of guy. Yeah. So like transitions, if there is silence, you've done something wrong. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. There needs to be like a pad. There needs to be something because music makes you feel something. You know what Absolutely. I mean? That that's right. part of the thing. Well, and um but Sunday I I really I just felt led there needed to be some kind of silence of reflection. And I'm glad you felt that because yeah, I, I didn't great. feel it didn't feel awkward to me either. Well silence is powerful. It's scary. I mean it it gets your attention. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on? This is not normal. Oh. Right. You know, so it, it it does. I think a still silence in a room with people, it it does kind of speak to your heart a little bit. Makes you yeah. wonder what's God mm-hmm. doing. What's what you kind of reflect a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, on life and what's happening. And you know, I, I mean, I love that. It's yeah. just as powerful as music. Yeah. No, you're right. You know? You're right. Yeah, I like the um, what you said about the. The Roman soldier and got in Jesus mm-hmm. saying, yeah. you know, they don't know not what they do. He only could know that mm. because he had become one of us right. and lived with us right. and understood our self-centeredness to the point that, you know, he could forgive right. the sin because he knew the struggle. That's right. No, that's good. Mm. That's real good. Well, the other thing you pointed out, and you gave us a great visual, uh, Chase, was that we carry chains that get in the way of us mm. valuing others, having a, a proper pr- perspective when it comes to other people. 
Yeah. Um, do you guys know how heavy the, that chain was? <laughs> it sounded heavy. It <laughs> was those. That was like a, like you know those you pick redneck up a car trucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. those redneck oh, trucks yeah. where they're like, man, I'll pull you out of the ditch. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that it was one of those huge, heavy yeah. chains, and um, I was like, man, this proves the point, you know, because we all walk. And I say we all, but I notice people, me, my son included, like we love, what, Craig, you love shoes. We talked about that. We do, not man. Too, not too long ago. Like we love brand names, you know, yeah. but there's some people that get so caught up in this that they have so many names on them, they forget their name and who they are. You know what I mean? And they forget whose they are. And so with this, every time that you feel like your value comes from the best car or the nicest car or the biggest house or the boats or I even alluded to because um, I'm in the sports realm of like community sports or whatever. These these parents who cash in on their kid being the best and that's where their value is going to come from. Every time you do that, you're just putting chain mm-hmm. after chain yeah. after mm-hmm. chain after chain. Absolutely. And if you go to see someone else that you know see empathy in someone else to to go in the context of what i was talking about with eddie talking sympathy is you know someone in a well you sympathy is throwing a rope empathy is getting down in there with them saying we're going to get out together if you have all this weight and chains on you Mm -hmm. the chances of you helping anybody are very slim because you your head is so the way i did it sunday your head is so down you can't see the people that God puts in front of you because you or yourself are trying, you're weighted down by all this value. And so it's very important for you to check your heart, you know, as yeah. John Chris says, yeah. check your heart, you know, <laughs> uh, check your heart and, and really start to see, am I valuing myself? Do I see value in myself? Because do I see the creator's value in myself? I should say, because if you don't, that you are going to collect chain after chain after chain. And um, when the opportunity comes for you to get down in the well with somebody, are you prepared mm-hmm. for that? And I think that's what hit me with, with the chains thing. You know? Yeah, for sure. You got some uh, nice new shoes on there. I hey, see. man. Yeah, new shoes for the occasion yeah, on Sunday. It was awesome. I did. More it, vans? Is that what it Yeah, was it was vans. And yeah. you, they, um, they didn't cost me a dime, you guys. Like they, I found some jeans that needed to be taken back. Yeah. Come to find that they were mine, I think from Christmas or something. I don't know. Took them back. Went to the register. Okay. I didn't want to spend any money. Didn't have the money to spend. And I went up there and I was just like, man, I hope that I don't have to spend any money on this. It was the exact same number, like for the pants and for the shoes. And she said, what? I, you don't always see this. Have a great day. You know? And I was like, heck Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. run before they call me back. Like, <laughs> That's right. so yeah, I got a new pair of shoes, and it, there's nothing like a new pair of shoes. You and were meant to have those. Yeah. They are mustard mm-hmm. vans. <laughs> they are. They're fantastic Man. though. They look great. And they're like a suede. Oh, mm, did yeah. you treat them? No, for, no, not, I need to. <laughs> no, no waterproofing. No. So waterproofing would you? Yet. Would you give those to me so you'd they're have less weight? They're not on your you. size. They're uh, not your size. Because the chains are looking heavy. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Roy's are, comparing sizes yeah. right now. Let me see if me those see. will fit me. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm on a, a van I'm a 10 kick. and a half. I like, now, I will say, I came back and I, uh, to the house, 
And somehow they ended up on my son's door. I think I was fixing something in the hallway. Oh, yeah. And I just put the bag up there. And Emerson comes out, and he's like, you got me new vans. Thank you, Dad. And I was oh, like, what did you say? I said, nope, those are your dad's, bro. And Back said, off, Those dude. are ten and a half. He's like, what the heck, man? Hey, that's what I wear. No, it's not. It is a ten and a half. <laughs> that's no lie. I'm pretty sure vans are different. Emerson will oh. grow into them if you don't wear them out. That's first. true. That's true. I yeah. guess it's good though that he doesn't wear the same size as you yet. No, but he he's does probably his, getting close. Listen, though. Yeah. he does his mom and oh wow, Casey, my wife. She had some Nike. Um, what are they called? Like the old basketball shoe. They're high tops. Oh yeah, yeah. But they're they're almost like skater shoes. But not they're Jordans. Not, you know, mm-hmm. No. But she has some Nike ones on, and they—they were those were awesome, dude. He took those things, and na- that's what he wears. <laughs> he wears his mom's shoes. He had them on Sunday, I think. Yes, he did. And they're—I mean, they're really—they don't look like girls' shoes. Not at that all. I notice no. people's shoes or anything. But. Uh-huh, no. I don't know, <laughs> but, Craig. You, you got a lot of good shoes. We we love in our household. We do love a good. We, a good I've got pair of my shoes. Uh, old Walmart tennis <laughs> shoes awesome, on right man. now. Y'all like that? That's good. Yeah. Oh, those are the I'm ones. I'm not that weighted down at all. <laughs> the piece, the piece of it was falling yeah. off the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. That's my kick stop. It'll slow me down. <laughs> He's getting his money's worth on those. Yeah, for sure. Mm. <laughs> Guys, any other uh, thoughts uh, that stood out for you out for you from uh, Chase's message on Sunday? You wanted to chime in about today? Well, I think about um, you talk about chains and and value. I think it's that is a big deal today. Mm. I see that in my my children, and you talk about sports. I, I I thought about how much work it was with Cassidy and golf, and how much effort we put into that. You know, to practice, to get the right clothes, the right clubs, and and all those things are great. I'm not I'm not right. saying that, but when I look at value now now with Lily that's twelve, I'm starting to discover something with her. What's more important with her and with anyone, I think, is the, the value, I, the time I spend with her mm-hmm. is really what's valuable. Sure. You know, that for sure. The Yeah, all that stuff's good, you know, but really I'm learning as a parent. I'm, I'm an older parent. But, you know, as your kids <laughs> get bad. older, you start understanding what you're missing yeah. and yeah. what you've forgotten. Mm-hmm. And... Just speaking as a parent, I, I, I'm trying to make up for that, mm. <laughs> you know, and understand the time is the most valuable thing I have with my children. Ab- yeah, absolutely. And with my family and with my friends, mm. that I don't let things get in the way of value. Uh, I don't know if I said that right, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I'm a workaholic. I like to work. Sure. And sometimes that gets in the way, mm-hmm. to be yeah. quite honest. And I got to know when to go home. I don't know if I'm in another podcast now, but I mean, from I thought about value, I thought about the chains that I've put on. Sometimes work, have to make mm-hmm. the money, have to take care of the family, and really, I work all day long and don't go home until they go to bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just miss what was valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and, it was Dobson that said, uh, "Kids spell love." T I M E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it speaks volumes. And think about what Chase said. He said, you don't, you have so much weight, you can't get down in the well right. with them. That's mm-hmm. right. Kids want you down in the well. They mm-hmm. want you there beside mm-hmm. them. Yep. It's a great Helping point. them out. You know, and I just got, that's what I got from it. I that's know there's good. a whole way, other ways of looking at it. But for me, 
personally, I was thinking about what change can I throw off right. and and really focus on what really matters, yeah. you know, for me. You know, when you talked about sports parents, I could relate. Um, I used to be a golf dad. You know, both the boys played high school golf, and 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 I would find myself, you know, so involved in them doing well. And then I just I had to check myself. Do I want them to do well for them, or yeah. do I want them to do well so that mm, I can feel yeah. better about me? Right. And that's yeah. a real thing. And you guys know how much I love sports. You know how much I love golf. But that sports thing, it, it can. It yeah. can get out of it's whack and really mess you up. It's a big chain. It can be. Yeah, you you let your kids live the life you wish you had had through. Yeah, you do it through them. Yeah. yeah, I've learned that too. Yeah, it's it, it it's a hard lesson to learn, but I I think I did okay. But you, you did know, pretty I, good. I know yeah. there was a. I only know one of them. Yeah, I, don't I think I know the other. God, <laughs> God's blessed us immensely yeah. with our with our our kids. Uh, we we had one prayer when they were growing up that they'd love Jesus in the church. And they both do, so we'll take that. And Paul's yeah. really good at golf. Paul is really good at golf. He is. Yeah, yeah he wants a rematch, I know. I, um, I think my final thought, I left everybody with two questions, and I would do the same yeah. thing today, is the first question is what would it look like for you to treat, quote-unquote, those people in a way that honors God? And that was a big question for me to ask myself because mm. this message was – it's great that a lot of people responded to it, and God used it in a way that I couldn't do myself. But that, this message was from me and this past week, and I had to ask myself that question. And every time that those people, quote-unquote, come up, um, I think about honoring God. You know, So in what, way, what would it look like for you to treat those people in a way that honors God? And the last one— is do you have, like Brian was saying, do you have chains that are weighing you down, and what are they? Um, because I think when we start confessing that, hey, we, we have some issues here, or I have an issue with this, um, there's freedom in that. It's not doesn't make you weak. Um, it doesn't show yeah. that you're weak. It, it actually shows that you're being stronger. And, mm-hmm. and you know, um, when you confess, whether that be, like in the student realm, it'd be to a small group leader or to a you know trusted adult. Uh, for us adults, to our spouses or to a, a friend, that accountability partner, start confessing these things and and saying, "Man, this is weighing me down, and I I can't see opportunities that are in front of me because mm-hmm. blah 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 blah." Um, and what's funny is Monday morning, I was having a rough morning. I was having just. After this message, I was just having had some stuff come in and um, had bills. Had I mean, just like just nasty stuff. Like it was just awful. And I'm sitting at the table, and my wife look at looks at me and goes, "Did you pick up that chain you dropped yesterday?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> oh, are God. you kidding?" Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. And she just had that <laughs> smile on her face, and I was like. Touche. She's an encourager. <laughs> she is. Yeah. She is. That's oh, what yeah. I, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't feel like that in the moment. But that's so true. Like, you have to be able to have people speaking into your life. For sure. Mm-hmm. Did you pick up that chain that you dropped just hours ago? Well, you need to drop it again because mm-hmm. you're valued and you're loved. Yeah. This is not the end of the world. You know? Yeah, it's good, man. So. You did a great job on Sunday, Chase. Absolutely. Really good message. Yes. Always love doing it. 
I'm uh, looking forward to Eddie, where Eddie's going to take us on Sunday when he wraps up In Your Shoes. Uh, great conversation, gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. And everybody listening home, thank you for listening. If you would, please subscribe. Leave us a rating. Uh, you can find us at marathonchurch.org. Uh, we are building communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. We'll talk to you next time. Roy's gone racing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Buddy. See you, man. <laughs>